Good morning, everybody. Good morning. We'd like to welcome you to our FCB Annual Technology Seminar. We appreciate everybody coming out and joining us today, and a very, very special hello and welcome to those listening on ACB Radio. My name is Jason Goldfield. I am the chair of your technology committee, and I'd like to, at this time, welcome you all once again. Uh, We do have a very informative, exciting program for you today. Today, our topic is on online banking. What is it? How does it work? And to answer any questions that you may have. We're pleased to have with us a presentation for our first half of our meeting for a representative from Wells Fargo Bank. She will be coming here to speak to us in just a few minutes on the products and services that Wells Fargo offers and possibly answer any questions. The second half of our seminar, after what we hope is a short break, is to give you some live demonstrations on a couple of different mobile devices, on a couple of banks themselves, um, and how they actually work in real time. So, what I'd like to do at this time, if we could, is we have a wireless mic, yes? Okay. 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 Actually, all right. Uh, First, what I'd like to do, um, before we have, I'd like to go around and introduce everybody. But first, I really want to recognize some very special individuals. This is my technology committee, and without these folks here available, we would not be able to put on this exciting, exciting program. So I'd like to recognize them individually and to let you know exactly who they are. We have to my left, we have Ms. Sheila Young. To my right, we have Ms. Patricia Leposky. We also have Mr. Paul Kurtz, Mr. Dan Spoon, and, and we have Mr. John Richards, of course, doing our wonderful streaming. And we have uh, Charles Brooks. Thank you. All right. <laughs> This is why you have a committee, so when you forget something, you have someone up here to remind you. Yes, right. All right. That's why you have a wonderful committee. All right. Do we have a wireless mic available? Okay. All right. What I'd like to do is like to find out exactly who we have here with us today. We're going to go around and just say who you are and where you're from. What city are you from? Hi, I'm Sherry Mailing from Northport. Tom Hansen from Northport. Sue Hansen from Northport, and we bank at Wells Fargo, so I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> Rick Schwano from West Palm Beach, Florida. I'm Deborah Kendrick from Cincinnati, part-time St. Petersburg, and I am with Access World and have written some articles on online banking, and I'm really looking forward to learning more. Jenny Rampalakis from Sarasota.
I'm Bill Freeman from Orlando, another Wells Fargo customer. Um, Kathy Johns with Orlando. Charles Brooks from Cassini, Florida, and a member of Jason's committee. <laughs> with the deep voice. Nancy Folsom from Tallahassee. Janet Atchison from Miami, and I have questions concerning identity theft and protection. Elizabeth Fowden, technology instructor, Tallahassee, Florida. Georgia Kellogg. Tallahassee. Jack Kellogg, Tallahassee. Roger Graham, Orlando, Florida. Kathleen Trachel from Daytona Beach. Cassandra Ferris from Daytona Beach. Dan Spoon, uh, also on the committee from Orlando, and we may need a little bit more volume with the roar that's going on next door. <laughs> Carl McCoy, Daytona Beach. Jack Jordan, Orlando. Sherry Molengraff, Jacksonville. Katie Lear, Daytona Beach, Wells Fargo customer. Mark Lear, Daytona Beach, Wells Fargo customer, barred and tech support for division blind services. Dorothy Collier from Miami, Florida. Pam Sogi, Oviedo, Florida. I'm Shelley Sawyer, a medical transcriptionist from Tallahassee. Terrence Perkins Holt, Orlando, Florida, and I bank with BBNT. <laughs> okay, that's everyone. That's everybody? Okay. Wonderful. What a great crowd. Why don't you give yourselves a round of applause there? Thank you. Thank you. And by the way, our representative here from Wells, Par Wells Fargo is thrilled to see so many exciting and loyal customers here. So that's great. All right. I think what we're going to... Oh, I was asked one thing if we could. Could someone close that back door, please, so we can kind of minimize, some, kind of minimize some of the noise? Oh, thank you very much. All right. I think we're going to go ahead and get right into it and to kind of expedite some time. I'd like to introduce to you our representative from Wells Fargo. Her name is Teresa Sheehan, and she is, a, she is the At Work Program Manager. Is that correct? That's right. All right, wonderful. I got it right. Had to ask her three times to make sure I got that right. <laughs> She's the At Work Program Manager, and she has come to speak to us today on exactly what 
is Wells Fargo's services for people who are visually impaired and blind. Without further ado, I'll turn the mic over to Ms. Sheehan. Give her a round of applause. Well, thank you, Jason. I really do appreciate that uh, introduction. And yes, thank you to um, all of the great folks that uh, made their way here today. I really want to thank the uh, Florida Council for the Blind, uh, giving us the opportunity to spend a little time with you today. And I believe that uh, Jason and the committee have some other information they're going to share with you around the specifics of how to use the tools that we have where my portion of the presentation is going to be more of an overview of what we offer. Here's what I'd also like to say, uh, and, and that is that I want to learn from you today as well, because it's very important that whatever you share with me, uh, that I am able to take that back to our folks that actually do everything we can to ensure that we are assisting every customer uh, across the footprint. I'd say the other uh, very important piece, you know, for me here today is uh, th this will be my, my first experience in working with the council. And uh, we're really looking forward to being more involved, more included, not just in councils like this, but maybe throughout the entire process. I was here for just a few moments before uh, my opportunity to speak with each and every one of you and was listening to all of the information as it had to do with the voting process, which I found extremely intriguing, and also want to say to you that it's amazing what you can take uh, what you can take for granted, and not realizing what there may need to be done as far as improvements uh, for those of us uh, in the world that that don't have uh, the same, you know. Um, abilities to do what others do. You know, I can say that too. I, I am the mother of a, uh, my husband and I, Mark is in the back and um, he was kind enough to close the door for us. So thanks, Mark. I appreciate you being here today as well. But, um, you know, our daughter, Sarah, uh, has, has some challenges. She's a, a person with Down syndrome and uh, is, is not capable of, of doing some things. But by golly, I'll tell you what, she's had an opportunity to do anything and everything. And uh, we are just so fortunate and blessed to have her in our life with our other three daughters. So thank you. Thank you. So let me just go ahead and say, first of all, that, you know, at Wells Fargo, I, I know that for sure in 2001, we were actually the first bank to actually um, develop some products and services as it related to the visually impaired. Um, and we are absolutely committed to providing outstanding service to people with disabilities, and we want everyone to be able to access an account, uh, pay a bill on the go, make an investment, manage a business, or learn about a product or service. And I heard that someone is going to have a question around identity theft protection and checking, I believe I heard that. And I'll certainly do my best to answer those questions. Let me also say that I, I have a couple of phone numbers that I'm going to provide to you as well today so that if I am unable to answer a question you have, not being an expert in all of the fields, but more or less being a teacher, um, I will provide that to you as well. So our services include, when we consider it, accessible stores, websites, and our mobile apps. We do have talking ATMs. Uh, materials in large font, large print, and in braille, and audio recordings of printed material. So um, 
Trish was telling me a few minutes ago that she uses our services and that when she's been getting her statements, she hasn't been able to, to get them um, in text, that they've been coming in PDF format. So I'm, I've already written that down as a takeaway and also want to make certain, again, that I provide with a phone number because there may be something else that's out there that uh, we haven't really introduced. So I want to make certain that... Um, that we talk about that today as well. So when we think about online, mobile, and accessibility, and I'm having a hard time pulling this up, so bear with me for just a minute because I just lost my page, which is not a good thing. Let's see. There we go. Um, as it relates to the accessibility features on the wellsfargo.com, we have invisible skip links that lead screen reader users directly to the main content on the page. So those of you who are using our uh, applications or online banking right now, uh, have any of you used those or experienced that? Anyone want to make a comment? Yes. Do we need a microphone, I think? Uh-huh. Need a mic? Yeah. We have keyboard accessible navigation and forms, uh, headers that help define the page orientation videos that are captioned and include transcripts. And I have to tell you, um, last night, while I was doing even a little more research before I came, I found a YouTube um, piece of where we were actually sitting with visually impaired folks and asking them for their thoughts as we were putting together our audio portion of what we do when it comes to um, listening for online statements and giving the direction, which I, which I thought was pretty, uh, pretty interesting, absolutely. And then we have color contrast, uh, and, and that is for assisting reading for people who are colorblind and or you know, have uh, other vision impairments. So any comments from anyone currently using some of our products and services as it relates to the applications or the online banking or a question that I might be able to answer, and I'm going to kind of go in and out. Yes, we have a question in the back on the right. Oh, okay. Um, I am not with Wells Fargo, and I'm thinking about uh, switching over to it now. Um, I'm actually with Fifth Third Bank, and uh, um, I can tell you I've been on conference calls with their um, their particular IT guys, all right, who said, oh, yeah, we've got a copy of JAWS, and we're working with it. And my problem has been... Um, like making my rent payment, they don't. My company that manages the property, they don't have um, um, auto pay, so it's got to go through my Fifth Third Bank. I had to set up a, a thing for a monthly reoccurring payment, and my rent varies two times a year due to electric subsidy or, or and other stuff. I, you know, the rent fluctuates. Um, I have and I, I can work with Jaws fairly well, and. These IT guys, they really didn't have a concept. They might have the program. They might know how to do it, know how to use it, but they're using their eyes more than their ears. And um, I'm just wondering, if I, I still can't adjust that rent payment. i got to get somebody over with eyes, and they're I'm wide open with all my uh, numbers, IDs, passwords, and all that stuff. Uh, to make that rent change. Uh, and I'm just wondering if, if you guys, if you had a reoccurring, monthly reoccurring um, payment, if it's very easy, 
for a blind screen reader user to go in there and make that change. Well, let me just say this. Um, first of all, would you mind telling your name again? I want to make sure I address you. I apologize. My name's Mike Ulrich uh, from Cape Coral. Michael. Okay, thank you, Michael. Michael, I, as having been a, uh, a store manager before, before I moved into this position, I do know that we have the opportunity for those recurring payments that you're, that you're making an effort to do. I think the second part of your question was that the amount that you do can, can fluctuate. Is that right? And that's where the problem comes into play. Is that, is that correct? Okay, just making sure. So here's, what I, here's how I'm going to answer that question. I am not schooled enough at this point in being able to tell you through our IT department uh, how we could help you with that. But what I can do, and I will do, is if you wouldn't mind before, after, after the session or maybe right before Jason has his, if I can just get your phone number and your name, then what I'll do is I'll contact those folks that I know can help us or at least get you an answer. And it may not be uh, today, but hopefully within the next 48 hours after we get through um, the weekend. And actually, we have an ADA uh, contact number that actually works as a coordinator for us at Wells Fargo. I'll call them as well and do everything I can to get you that answer. And I hope it will be an answer that will be helpful to you. Will that work? Okay, absolutely. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. Anybody else have a comment? Yes, we have a question over here to the left. Oh, it is me. Okay. To follow up on um, Michael's comment and, and question, um, I... I'm not a Wells Fargo customer either, That's and okay. I'm, I'm a Chase customer. I became a Chase customer after interviewing several people and writing a feature article on the accessibility of wow. Chase. And awesome. so, <laughs> um, so what his question prompted me to wonder about Wells Fargo is, do you have staff who are trained to provide tech support to people who are using JAWS and window eyes because, to put the pressure on you, <laughs> what I learned about Chase and what, um, and, you know, no, no bank, no one's perfect yet, but um, that was very impressive was that they have some key people who are either blind or connected to people who are blind. They have a policy of people learning to use the screen readers, the popular screen readers, without sight if they happen to have sight available to them. Mm -hmm. And so that makes a big difference when, you, when you're stuck, as he was describing, and you right. need help. So what does Wells Fargo do in that way in, in terms of training tech support people? Are, are you talking, uh, so you're talking over the, over the phone tech support. In, uh, I want to make sure, are you talking in the store when you come in to make a visit, or are you talking over the phone? No, I'm... Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking right now of over the phone because that's, I think, what most of us are, are needing. I don't think, I'm not sure. I, 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 if anyone here has a different experience, you can tell me, but I don't think anybody in stores in any of the banks mm. um, are very savvy. I mean, I, I was a key bank customer for many years, and I still am, and then I've switched to Chase, as I said, and I've had some experience with some others. And if you walk in and have any kind of issue, I think that's a whole other, 
a whole other game as far as understanding accessibility. But I think most of us, when we need help, we pick up the phone or we get online. So I'm more interested in that. Okay. I know that we train our IT department individuals to work uh, specifically with the various uh, groups. I cannot tell you if they are... um, visually impaired themselves that I, I, I would not know. I can certainly, again, ask that question and be more than happy to, to provide that information to you. I think the other thing uh, that I would say is that I know that through um, our vision and values for Wells Fargo, we believe highly in doing what we can in order to assist. So my takeaway from your comment is if you have had, so if you had that good experience at Chase where you've been able to call and you know the, the person you're speaking with um, is able to help you in the way you need to be helped, is... You know, I personally have not done that. that okay. That's part of the information that I gathered sure. in, in the role as a journalist, but right. um, those things that I have experienced firsthand... Uh, all, you know, support everything that I was given in interviews. In other words, awesome. the, the, the website is completely navigable. The telephone, the iPhone app is fabulous, mm-hmm. et cetera. So I have no reason sure. to, to doubt that the tech support is there. Right. I, I think we've got a, we have a question over here to the right, but I think we've got a couple of customers who use our iPhone app right now. Would that be right, Trish, Jason? Yeah. Um, would you all have any comment? Um, on anything, any of you, Sheila, Trish, Jason, any comment at all? I have someone else Here's who has a question. Oh, who? The, the iPhone? Um, I do not use the mobile phone. That is something that Jason and John will be demonstrating. But I do want you to know that I also, for, as the treasurer of GOCB, use Wells Fargo online banking. And it is by far one of the most accessible online banking that I've ever used. So just as a side note. Okay. Jason, you want to make a I'll get you up there in a minute. You know, also, since I'm an existing Wells Fargo customer and use their iPhone app, I find it very, very easy to use. Um, One of the best features they ever added, and more app developers are actually starting to include this, is the Touch ID for logging on. So, you know, now gone are the days where you would have have to sit there and enter your username and your password, which not only is a security issue for one, but it's also time consuming for two. And for people who have newer iPhones from iPhone 6 on up, 6, 6S and all that, you now have the Touch ID so you can just use your fingerprint and it logs you right on. Hello everybody. Um, I also use the um, app on my iPhone. And one thing that I like best is I can, and you have to sign up for this, I can check my balance at any time. So I think it's called Fast Look. So if you uh, download the app and you enroll in this um, at any time, you don't have to use um, 
your ID or your password or anything. You can just open up the Wells Fargo app. You tap over to the Fast Look button, and all it brings up is your balance. So if you're in a store and you're not sure how much money you have in your account, you can use that Fast Look, and you can see exactly what you have in your account. I use that all the time. I love it. This, this is Bill Freeman again. I had a you know question, comment, yes, both the the uh, question situation. I am totally technology. Uh, well, Sheila can explain it probably. I know <laughs> I know nothing about anything, but anyway, I use I have an, just enough vision to get myself in trouble. So I'm still using uh, Zoom text on my computer, mm-hmm. and I the question I was talking about being JAWS compatible. I would like to know just how compatible the websites are with Zoom text. I I fight my Zoom text many, many times trying to make it talk, and it wants to sit there and do nothing for me. But uh, as long as this website is supposed to be compatible, it may be just me and my Zoom text. The um, other side of it, I'm also a Wells Fargo Advisors client, oh. and, I, and I get along very well with most of the... Uh, things that I have to do, mm-hmm. but I did have an experience here a month or so ago that uh, I don't know whether you want to tackle or not, but, you know, I, I got through it, but I had found an old expired debit card in my wallet, and I said, well, hey, and just like someone mentioned a while ago, uh, we sometimes like to do things on the phone rather than go to the store. Uh, I got a customer service rep, and boy, he he gave me the runaround. Well, actually, I had my daughter helping me give her and I both the runaround for about 20 minutes about mm. trying to get a new debit card. Mm. Finally, I had to go to his supervisor, who finally managed to find a way to, oh, they, they had, I, I mean, he wanted the uh, account numbers of all eight or nine accounts that I have of Wells Fargo. Mm. He wasn't happy with me giving him one, two, or three. He was very mm. difficult. Mm. But we went on and finally got the supervisor, and she was able to manage to get it. So I don't, I don't know. I found that phone communication, phone support, very, very unfriendly. <laughs> well, um, let me address that. And then I know this gentleman over here has had yeah. his hand up for a while. But um, first of all, let me apologize that you had anything other than a great experience when it comes to customer service because that's just not acceptable. And I am happy to hear that you were able to find someone who would listen to you and and hear what you had to say and then take action and take care of it. In my position as a Wells Fargo Work Program Manager, customer service is extremely important, and I will escalate your comments that you've just made about our call center. And I will tell you that uh, that is... Uh, been something that we have been working on diligently. I, I believe in our world today, we have become so highly sensitive to the to the fact that there are many individuals who try to steal others' information, uh, especially when it comes to making phone calls and doing things such as um, impersonating someone, and that kind of gets us to the identity theft protection. It sounds to me like that was just a bit much in asking you for all of that information. We do have specific ways of identifying our customers via phone, uh, in the store. And again, um, I'll, I'll escalate your concerns. Thank you for sharing it with me. And, and I'm glad that, again, that you had someone who could help you and that we didn't lose um, your valuable business, sir. Thank you. And thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Okay. There we go. Um, 
couple of quick questions. First of all, um, I'm the treasurer of one of the Florida Council of the Blind subgroups. Okay. So, uh, and we deal with Wells Fargo. I've had excellent customer dealings with local branches like uh, the one at Herschel and San Juan um, that I deal with as treasurer. Okay. Here's where some of my questions start. Your bill payer program, mm-hmm. do you all do that in-house or do you farm that out to a third party? To and my knowledge, sir, our bill, play, our bill pay program is in-house. Um, if I find that is incorrect, when you say you're at the San Juan office, do you mean here in Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I live Amanda right here. Snow is the store manager. Uh, I don't know. You may have worked with Crystal McDonald or a couple of our other folks over there. But uh, that, that's the way I would answer that question for oh. I know we use bill pay. My All right. Re- here's the reason I ask. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. One of your competitors, who I love dearly and have banked with for 30 years, Vistar, <laughs> okay. they, ha- they had an excellent accessible program for bill pay for about four or five years. Mm-hmm. And then they started adding features. And then they got a new third-party contract. I'm sure most of you all in the banking business have heard about the excitement that's happened over there in the last six, seven months. Okay? Uh, Their new program is not in any way, shape, or form accessible. Hmm. Okay? I've dealt with them. They know I'm a past computer professional, so it's not that I don't know anything about it. Um, I may have forgotten a lot, but I haven't forgotten everything. Now, the reason I ask about that, um, whether you did it in-house or third-party, when you get a third-party contractor on any part of your programs that you use, a lot of times it's hard to get the accessibility aspects embedded in their minds because what they're doing is going for glitz, glamour, and, of course, Mm. another contract. Okay, in terms of what they're what they're aiming at, and I just want to comment on that because, as well as a lot of the Vice Star people know me, and again, my past background in uh, computer systems administration and that type of thing, it's been very hard to get the third party to move on making accessibility a priority and making it work. Now, I will be with you guys soon. Um, My predecessor is treasurer. Bought a whole bunch of checks, so right now I'm using those till I get done. I'm okay. going to use them all up since it cost us forty dollars to buy them or something like that. But <laughs> after that, I'll be doing everything internet banking, so I'll be seeing you guys soon. Well, <laughs> so and yes, everything I've had customer service wise with um, with your branch on Herschel and San Juan has been. Excellent. So I just wanted to let you know that part, too. Well, thank and you the dial-in to check the balances on the account and mm-hmm. all those types of things has been good, too. So thank you for awesome. that. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. I will double-check on that third-party piece. Um, I don't want to say I'm confident with anything because, as all of you know, with everything that changes, it could be changing while I'm speaking to you right now in this room. So I want to make certain that I have um, the absolute facts on that, and I appreciate it again. Thank you for sharing. Yes, question? Yes, hi. Um, I'm the person with the identity theft issue. Oh, okay. And the identity theft is now spilled over into a corporation that I have. Okay. And I... I have um, Chase private client and also the same status at um, another bank. I've, uh, what were we talking about? The bank of America. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, 
what I have found with my identity theft issues, and I also bank at my, my credit union. I'm a teacher. My credit union catches identity theft issues unbelievably fast. Mm-hmm. I once had a worker there say over the phone, like I'm sitting in front of her and I'm deaf, dumb, and blind to her. And she said, whispers into the phone, well, she can't see. So they probably, you know, this is probably going to, like the other millions of people in the United States who have this problem mm. can't see either. Mm. Um, but what I did find was that having that higher status at those other financial institutions it got me sort of a leg up, and mm-hmm. one of them was able to work with me directly with Equifax and Experion and TransUnion. Mm-hmm. And I was able to put a password, just call up and say, here's my password, rather than my social security number, right. my accounts, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it got me right through. And the only reason they did that was because I'm blind. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, I'm thinking that perhaps you should consider that. Because it really has made a big difference because I can call up and I can say, you know, this is me, here's this identity. And, but they won't talk to me and they put a freeze on my credit. You know, I, I keep doing the 90-day, 90-day, 90-day thing right now. I'm trying to avoid the seven-year thing, mm-hmm. but I might have to do that. But all I have to do is give that password. It's mm-hmm. not my mother's maiden name. It's nothing that anybody could ever think of. Right. And, they, again, they've done that specifically because I'm blind and it's quicker and they can get right into my records. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. I do know that we have password capability on anything. You, if let's so for say for example, you wanted to use our phone system, and you did not want to provide any other information, you can set up a password for yourself. Actually, on your checking account, we just uh, moved our identity theft protection uh, to in-house totally. At, at least that's my understanding at this point. It's fairly new for us that that plan. And to my knowledge, and again, I want to say that to my knowledge, you can establish a password on anything that you do with Wells Fargo. You should be able to do that. Now, if we ask you more questions than what that password is, and you do not want to provide that, then absolutely, just as our gentleman here did, ask for a supervisor and simply say, that is not what I'm going to do. You know, our folks are trained to try to ensure, again, that we protect you, and sometimes uh, when that happens, we might possibly uh, do a little more than you think is necessary, even though for us we're hoping that we're in the right in the right spot. But I'll take that back as well, just to make certain. But again, I'm, I'm fairly confident that you can do password protection on just about anything that you have with us in order for you not to have to give out more personal information. So thank you for sharing. Anybody else have something? Yes, sir. Yes, my name is Terrence Perkins Holt. I had, I had an account with Wells Fargo, and uh-huh. they said seven to ten business days I would get a permanent debit card. Uh-huh. And it never came. Okay. So here's the way I'm going to answer that question for you. That's because you had a person who didn't follow through. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. That's unfortunate. Either that or um, I don't want to say, you know, the check's in the mail because we all know what that may or may not mean. That's unfortunate that you had that experience. We do have a 1-800 number that if you were to call 1-800-Wells-Fargo uh, and actually uh, report that and say that uh, you didn't receive it, then we would escalate that and we would take care of it from a customer service experience. And I certainly apologize to you that you did not receive the information that you did. And I wish there was something I could do to, uh, to make that better for you. So you know what? Give us another chance. You never know. We might be able to turn that around for you the next time. But thank you for sharing, Terrence. And there is still money in that account. Uh, there still is today? 
Yes. You just need to go into a local branch with all of your identification so that we make certain that we're not giving your money to somebody else. And uh, if they have any challenges, they'll make a call to our support staff, and they'll be more than happy to help you with that. Thank you. Sure, absolutely. I'm Anybody coming. else before I move yeah. on? Yes, we got a couple, okay? I'm burning off my calories. Uh, hello, my name's Dan. And really what I wanted to say is maybe rather than ask you a, a particular question is we at the Florida Council of the Blind would love to be a resource to Wells Fargo. And so mm. I'm going to reach out on behalf of Jason and say our technology committee would love to be a focus group. If you need awesome. folks to, to beta test anything you're doing, we, we would love to be in the process instead of dealing with the result of the process. So, absolutely. So <laughs> uh, if you could take that back to your IT department, we'd really appreciate it. I absolutely will. And thank you so much for sharing that. And before I leave today, if I could get your name as well and, and phone number, that'd be awesome. Dance and I'll have school. yours and Michael's and Jason's, and uh, we can see if we can't get better connected. Thank you. So I think I'm going to move on. And let me say this. If you've got some personal questions or some any issues that have come up, um, I'll be here for a little window of time after, and I'd be more than happy to, to take it one off for you. So anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about um, we can assist you in reading and filling out forms. Now, this is in the store, and I realize uh, that um, everyone may not be really experienced with that, but, you know, sometimes uh, it, it takes the opportunity to be able to sit down and to be able to have that dialogue, and I would feel very confident that we would be able to assist and if not, we would be able to call our folks and have them uh, assist us in assisting you. We offer raised line, uh, large font checks, and can provide account statements and written documents in any um, alternate formats, such as large, as I already said, uh, audio and braille. Our ATM headphones, I do want to talk a little bit about this. We do have what we call our talking ATMs. If you were to ever to go one of those ATMs and you didn't have your own headphones, you could walk into one of the stores and ask. We should have headphone accessibility for you. And if not, you can order it from us and we'll send it to you free of charge. So we'll send you a, a separate headphone if you'd like to have that. So you can um, carry it around with you if you need it. And it's also they're also equipped uh, with, with Braille as well. So when you think about... Um, Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, please, go ahead. I have a question about the accessible formats. I know a lot of the places that I've called and asked about, especially Braille, they've said, well, there's a two-week lag. Hmm. So if you want Braille, you might want to think about it before you ask for it because it's always too big, two weeks behind what you're going to get in print. Is that true with your bank statements? or You're saying in... Um if you get a print, it's going to be two weeks behind. I am not familiar with that. No, and you get your print, and then any accessible format comes two weeks later. I am um, I. I would not know that answer right right off the top of my head. But again, it's an answer I can get for you. But I do know we have some folks that get their statements, so I'll ask them as well. Yes, ma'am. I, I, um. I, again, I'm not a Wells Fargo customer, but I feel pretty confident saying this because I'm sort of the queen of Braille statements. I get Braille statements from lots of credit card companies <laughs> right. and banks and investment companies. And there was, I, I think what he's saying is that because of production time, there used to be a lag, but that's not true anymore. Right. Uh, with 
so it's it's I feel pretty confident it's probably not true with Wells Fargo either. Yeah. Now, if you, with most of my Braille statements that I get, I get I still get the print as well, Mm -hmm. and they may come together in the same envelope or they come separately. And if they come separately, they're almost always maybe a day apart. So there's there's no problem with that anymore. Well, and I know that we have statement cutoff dates, and those would be the same for everyone. So if your bank statement runs mid-month to mid-month, you're going to be getting your statements based on what that is, when the statement date time goes for uh, for your individual self. And that would be something you could actually call, regardless of who you bank with, and speak to them uh, at the 1-800 number for you, and they would tell you exactly when your statements will be coming. And then if there were to be an issue, I would say you would definitely you need to speak, speak with them at yeah, that point yeah. in time because there shouldn't be. Thank you. Yes, Michael? Um, yeah, on your accessible ATMs, you mentioned uh, they're headphone-capable. Is that uh, wired or Bluetooth, or how are those? I believe they are wired, um, and some of them, as... Not all of our ATMs are actually serviced by us. Some are serviced by Brinks, right, right. especially if they're the freestanding. Yeah. Um, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that they are wired. Um, but I will. So that's I'm a question a, for you that I can answer, Michael. Okay. I'm assuming a 3.5 millimeter jack. I, I would assume. Um, the jack should be able to accommodate any headphone jack, is what I have uh, read based on our online information. So they, they should be interchangeable with what you have. And if not, then we would certainly send you one. All you'd have to do would be to order it, and we'd get it for you. Right, you bet. Absolutely. All right. So um, when you think about online banking, I, I think this is where Jason has um, – it's about 1046. You know, we would ask that, obviously, you know, you have the right – uh, up latest version of your web browser and the latest version of your excessive technology and uh, all of the things that would need to be downloaded from wellsfargo.com or any organization that you're currently having your financial information with so that you're up to date and up to speed. And I know I'm preaching to the choir with this group. I'm certain that you guys are light years ahead of me uh, when it comes to that technology piece. I can, I can, I can be certain of that because I'm not the best period anyway. And, um, so, Jason, I think if you want to go ahead and start talking about the ins and outs of um, what we have as far as the way the online banking functions, as well as on your phone, that type of thing. Okay. One more quick question. You yes. mentioned earlier you had a couple of phone numbers you were going to share with us. Yes, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You can contact our ADA coordinator, and the number is one eight seven seven. Six four four seven eight one nine, or you can send an email to uh, Wells Fargo Coordinator at wellsfargo.com. That's Wells Fargo Coordinator at wellsfargo.com. Um, to order accessible materials, some of our personal uh, banking customers, this is a different number. This would be one eight hundred. Eight six nine three five five seven. Yeah, I absolutely will. So, the to order accessible materials for banking personal banking customers one eight hundred eight six nine three five five seven, and to contact our ADA coordinator one eight seven seven six four four. 
7819. Or you can send an email to Wells Fargo Coordinator, all one word, at wellsfargo.com. The, the address one more time? Yes, ma'am, I sure can. Wells Fargo Coordinator at wellsfargo.com. The phone number for the ADA coordinator, one 644 7819 Oh, that's awesome. Great. Um, audio recordings and electronic versions of print disclosures and collateral is also available. So, Trish, I'm going to check on why you've not been able to get that. That doesn't make sense to me, what you shared with me earlier. So, folks, with that, I owe Michael a conversation and uh, to get some information. So, Oh, I apologize. Terrence, yes. Uh, when I first opened my checking account with BB&T, uh-huh. they said there's no minimum charge amount to keep it open. Is there one with Wells Fargo? All of our checking accounts are available, and based on how you use your account, they can all be fee-free. It just depends on how you manage that account and how you um, follow the information that's based on each of the accounts that are available to you. And I open it as a student I can tell you I've never paid a fee myself in any account that I've had. So, yes, Terrence? And I opened my account at BB&T as a student account. Oh, okay. And we definitely have that, too. As a matter of fact, if we're going to talk about students, we have a complete program on preparing and prepaying for college, as well as, um, and all of this is also available in auditory and in Spanish as well. So um, we've got some great programs for students out there and would love to try to win back your, um, win back your business, Terrence. Any, anything else before I t- turn it over so that you guys can get a well-deserved break? I think some of you were still in this room on the last session, so you need a well-deserved break. Well, I really do appreciate you giving us the opportunity. Uh, this was what I would call my first dry run, and really, really looking forward to learning more about what you want to share with, with me on behalf of Wells Fargo. Thank you for all of the folks that say you're currently banking with us. We really appreciate your loyalty. And thank you for just being here today to participate in this marvelous event that I know can't do anything but help us all get a lot better uh, in the area of technology and and working together as as a country, actually. So um, make it a great day, everyone. And I'm going to come back and talk to a few folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Why don't you all give her one more round of applause? I think she did an outstanding job. All right. What I think we're going to do right now is y'all want to take a break? All right. Let's see. Uh, It's 10.52. Why don't we come back at 11.05? And if we can all come back on time, I was told we do have some door prizes. So if y'all want to do door prizes before we do our second half of our program, be back on time 11.05.
Who are you, ma'am? Coalition for the Concerns of the Co- Totally Blind. That's what. You, that's your name? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the name of my group. <laughs> Patricia Lepofsky. I always use the formal name. Okay, go ahead. You're, you're, you're on the... Hi, everybody. My name is Patricia Lepofsky. I am the president of the Coalition and Concerns for the Totally Blind. I wanted to invite all of you to participate... This afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m., where we are going to have a very interesting program for you today. We are going to have someone talk to us about uh, the Braille Temple group here locally, um, which is a transcription program that Braille does brailing for anyone that may be interested in having anything Braille. And the other topic we're going to talk about is what to do when you meet a blind person. Oh, yes. those. I'm sorry. Not a blind person. Can you tell I'm nervous? Well, I am. Anyway, let me step back a minute. What to do when you meet a sighted person. So sorry about that. Yes, those wonderful sighted people. They're always trying to trip us up somehow, aren't they? So anyway, we are going to be discussing what to do when you meet them and how to handle certain scenarios. And I would, I would like to invite you to come and listen because I think it's going to be an interesting and fun program. Okay. Thank you very much. You know, you cough like that, it went all the way around the world. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, can't, can't, do it I can't help it. I know. I heard you. I heard you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you want to tell people who you are and where you're from? <laughs> you did all right. <laughs> sure. All right, where's the microphone? Right, I got it. I'm holding it. Oh, okay. Uh, good afternoon. No, it's morning, isn't it? <laughs> it's been a long day. Don't, don't be so formal. Just. <laughs> hey, ACB Radio, this is Sheila Young from Orlando, Florida. We are having an awesome convention and wish some of you could be here sometime to share in all of our adventures throughout our weekend. Take care and have a wonderful day. <laughs>
Testing, testing. Is that good? Yeah. Okay. Testing, testing. Yeah, that's good. Let's see. Let me uh, take that off here. We're sorry, folks. We're running. This is being technology. We're running into some technical difficulties, but we're trying to work them out, so bear with us. Yeah, that'll work. Double tap to open. I have to do it kind of sideways, but that's all right. We'll work it out. All right, I'm going to slow me slow it down. We'll do is we'll just you can ask if you got some questions you can come up with. 
Are we having Anybody technical Anybody else will have the person who is a mic runner? In technology. Um, just pick a person at random with their hand up. We'll go that <laughs> Where's way. Where's Jason? Do you know? All right. Is that right? I hear, I hear him talking. Yeah. I don't have any other solution. He's on the way to my right. Yeah. All right. Ready? Okay, folks, we're back. We appreciate your patience. We ran into a few technical difficulties. And I have relocated from the front of the room by the podium to the side next to our radio streaming extraordinaire, Mr. John Richards. So I joined him here at the streaming table. And before we actually get started with our second half, we're actually going to do, as we promised, some door prizes. I know everybody wants to win some door prizes. We have two of them. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to make this a little technological inclined, since we're in technology. We're going to do some trivia. All right. So get your thinking caps on. So I'll pass the mic over to Mr. Richards. Oh, okay. 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 Everybody hear me okay? All right, we have a couple door prizes here. The first one we're going to do now, and I guess he'll do you going to do the other one later. Oh, is it um okay. You're not hearing it too well. Okay, just just a second here, and I'll put just a little more volume on this thing here for you. Is it any better now? Any better? Oh, okay. No, that's, I think this battery's going. Okay, is that better? That ain't better? About the same. Yeah. Wonder. Wonder what the deal is here. Okay. Is that any better? Okay. <laughs> I tell you what. Um, all right. We got two door prizes here. You want to do both of them now, or do both of them now? The first one is a fifty-dollar Publix card from the Coalition for the Concerns of the Totally Blind. Wow. And I know what I could do with a $50 Publix card. That'd be, that'd be a lot of hot wings, y'all. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Jason, you want to do it? Try to think of trivia? Oh, tech? Go ahead. Okay. All right, let's see. We'll, we'll, we'll do one here. Uh, I don't know how we're going to determine who, um, who says it first. That's what, that's what we were talking about up here. But anyway. Okay, you mean with the mic? Take the microphone. Okay. All right. Um, oh, it's pretty simple. iOS is an operating system on devices, and it is those devices are made by what company? Apple. Who said it over here? This guy here. Huh? No, this right here. Mark, was that you that said it first? Yeah, Mark Lear. You get this first one here. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, Mark, don't answer anymore. <laughs> okay, that was that was pretty simple. This. Uh, so how many teeth in a dog's mouth? That's not technological, though, is it? <laughs> and he might, he won't tell you, will he? No, I can't. Oh, let's see. Um, there are. Uh, we used um, accessible handheld devices, and um, the first one. I mean, they're. There's the, two of them. One is made by Apple, and I mean it has the Apple iOS system. And the other one is uh, Google, and there's a word. And can anybody tell me? Yes, who said that? Georgia. Who said it? Georgia. Georgia. All right, Georgia, you get a you get a, a fifty dollar Publix gift card, and it's from JCB Jacksonville Council of the Blind. So, um, you know, when, you're, when we're through here, Mark and Georgia, come up here and get your gift cards. Okay. This, this goes to Mark. Okay. This one goes to Georgia. Okay, let me put the mic back. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. That's a good poem? Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Richards, for handing out some great door prizes, and congratulations to those individuals winning. So as promised, we'll now move on to the second half of our seminar here, and it's now time to move on to live demonstrations. And I will be demonstrating how to use the Wells Fargo mobile app here on my iPhone. Just to let you all know, this is a live, real account. Um, it is my personal account. I knew going into this, sharing information with people in this room and also people hearing on ACB radio, I don't mind. Um, there's nothing shocking in there. Um, and after hearing the amounts, you all might want to make a small donation. <laughs> I didn't find that funny. I was being serious, but thank you. <laughs> All right. And then we'll pass the mic over to Mr. Richards here, and he'll be demonstrating on an Android device as well. We ran into a few technical difficulties trying to wire up the uh, iPhone here, so we're going to have to kind of uh, go with plan B, and I have to use the microphone directly on the iPhone, so if the volume isn't good, please let me know, and we will try and work and make it the best. All right? So. Messages. Seven unread messages. Is that good for everybody? Don't All right, wonderful. All right. Well, I am a... I am a Wells Fargo um, customer, as I've mentioned previously, and I use the Wells Fargo mobile app on a regular, regular basis. And, of course, there's many different ways of launching an app with the iPhone in general, but I happen to choose to use Siri. So, now, Siri is only good based on your Internet connection, so let's hope that we have a good Internet connection here and I can just use Siri the nice, easy way and say... Open Wells Fargo. 
Wells Fargo. Touch ID for Wells Fargo. Perfect. Nice. Okay. So now, as I uh, mentioned, when uh, Miss Teresa Sheehan was speaking and I had mentioned about using the Touch ID, long ago are the days where you would have to enter username and password. I can just use my Touch ID, which is my fingerprint, and log right in. Wells Fargo. Open menu. There we go. Wells Fargo logo. And I believe I'm signed in. Yep. And I'm signed in. Just as easy as that. Um, saves a lot of time and a lot of aggravation of having to use the on-screen keyboard, unless you have a Bluetooth keyboard. So what we do is I uh, people use to get around the iPhone in many different ways. Some people use the more traditional swiping method, which is the way that I generally get around a screen. Uh, however, a lot of people use you know, the, the way of dragging their finger, the explore by touch feature, and that's great as well. Um, that's only as good as the screen gets and as far as where items are located. But I found out via swiping that if you just keep swiping either to the left or to the right, eventually you're going to get to where you want to go. So kind of starting at the top. Good evening. Your last sign-on was May 13th, 2016. Okay. Main. So it tells me when my last sign-on was, which was... uh, May 13th, so that was yesterday, right? Yes. So we're going to keep flicking to the right. Account summary, heading level one. And I'm just flicking Region. right with Landmark. one finger. Cap A, personal accounts, list start. Cap P, checking account number ending in <coughs> ellipsis, $3,160, So in my current account, I have two accounts. I have a checking account and I have a way to save account. That's a nice feature where every time you make a purchase with your debit card, which is what I use, it takes a dollar out of your checking and automatically puts it in your savings account. And then eventually, if you don't touch that account, you can actually build up a nice little savings. So right now I have $224 and change in that account. Again, kind of a shame, isn't it? But that's okay. That's what I have to work with. That's all right. Available balance. Again, I'm just flicking right. Open links to common tasks. Button. And if I go Closed. there, that will give me several items on how to transfer money, how to pay a bill. Um, I believe I can view a statement that way. Way to save account number ending in ellipsis. $1,454.7.28. Okay. Link. So the first, first, what you heard was not the amount I have in there. I do not have $1,454. I certainly wish that was the case. <laughs> that's okay. I have $7 in change. Um, that's not very much. I had a lot more, but uh, I used it for other obligations, but that's fine too. So I'll keep flicking to the right because then I have one more account. Available balance. Open links to common tasks. Again, same type of button there, and it's just showing me that, you know, I can go in there, um, and I can go ahead and, you know, transfer money once again. I can pay a bill from that account or whatever. Not much to pay with, but that's fine. (laughs) And, you know, other such items such as that. Platinum card account number ending in ellipsis, 
$8,665.523.06. Okay. And then I have my credit card. I do have a Wells Fargo credit card, actually. Totally separate from my, my two accounts there. And I, you know, have a balance of that amount of $523 and change. So if I keep flicking to the right. Outstanding balance. Open links to common task. Go far rewards. Ellipsis. $5,918.5.27. And that's a uh, rewards account. When you open up a credit card, the type of credit card I have, you get some small rewards that you can use towards points to buy certain things. I uh, haven't done much with that account, so that's why that's, that amount is like that. Available rewards balance. Open links to co- view your fee co-registered signed credit score. Okay, I can go ahead and get a free FICO credit score, which is a new feature fairly. Um, I'm not going to go in there because I don't want to reveal my FICO credit score, but that's okay. Um, I'm sorry? No, I really don't want to know, you know. It's actually not bad. It's it's getting up there, but, uh, you know. Hey, now that starts getting into some personal information that I I love you all, but I don't want to share that. But that's okay. That's okay. Start. I, I do believe FCB is like my family. I really, truly do, and I love serving this organization. But like, like my real family, I don't like to share all my information with them. So, <laughs> Account disclosures. Heading level two. Deposit products offered by Wells Fargo Bank. N.A. Member FDIC. FICO is a registered trademark of Fair Isaac Corporation in the United States and other countries. Equal housing lender. And region. And all banks say that they're an equal housing lender, sir. Sure. Oh, hang on. And oops. The, um, oops, hold on. The mic came out of the stand. Hang on. Hold on. That's right here, my hand. Hang on, folks. All right. Mike came right out of the stand, but that's all right. All right. So we're going to keep flicking right. Tap to equal housing lender. Tap to sign off. Oh, and that's actually the last item on this on this main screen. And you can double tap on that and you would sign out of your account. So what I want to do is actually go back just really quick to towards the beginning. And I'm going to tap on my main checking account and just show you how the transaction history looks like. Outstanding balance. Go back. Way to save it. Open. Available. Checking account number ending in. Ellipsis. Checking account number ending in. Wells Fargo logo. Okay. So what I did is I double tapped with one finger on my main checking account. And I'm just going to kind of scroll through the screen again with one finger tapping, swiping to the right. And we'll just hear some of the preliminary information and let you hear a few of my initial uh, transactions and it always shows you the most recent transactions and it goes backwards. Open menu. Checking. Heading. Ellipsis. Three thousand. Transfer money. Button. 
So right from there, I can transfer money. Pay bills. Button. I could pay my bills. Deposit check. Button. I can deposit a check. That's something that a lot of banks are getting into. I haven't personally done this. Um, however, you're able to take a picture with your camera on your phone and actually send in a check instead of going to the branch and depositing it and going through the teller and all that. So that's kind of a cool feature. Send money. Button. And you can send money. That's different from transferring money. Transferring is transferring from one existing Wells Fargo account to the other. Sending money is you can send it to anybody, whether they're a Wells Fargo customer or not. And you have to set up like a whole name and all their information in order to do that. Call US. Button. And I can call them if I have any questions. Let me get closer to the mic, sorry. More services. Open dialogue. Button. And there's some additional services. Available balance. Pop up. $224.29. Show more detail. Search. Selected. Deposit. Check. Withdrawal. Pending transactions. All right. Region. So Landmark. here we get into the transactions themselves. And we're going to get into, first it shows any pending transactions. These are transactions that haven't quite closed on the account yet, but they're still in the pre-authorized uh, state. Note, debit card transaction amounts may change. Okay. No pending transactions oh. to view. I have no pending transactions. That's kind of good. So we'll keep flicking. Posted transactions. Save as you go. Transfer debit to XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
$192.08. Okay. The next transaction, instead of being a debit with my debit card, was a addition, was a deposit of that amount. $192, whatever it said in the amount, showed the date, and it showed who it was from, from the Florida Outreach Center for the Blind. We'll move on to one more. Save as you go. Transfer debit to XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
um, his part on the Android device. But I want to know, do we have any quick questions related to the Wells Fargo app and the iPhone? Okay. Do we have a mic first? Um, Is there anybody here who has a wireless mic for him? Okay, go ahead, Bob. Who, who said this? Okay, Paul Kurtz. Yeah, we'll give you the mic. It's in my hand, so. Give me, give us one second. Okay, the question, Jason, has to do with this. Uh, you mentioned your Send Money app, which is, of course, where you pay your bills and all that kind of stuff. How are the data fields? Do they work pretty well when you go in there? I didn't think you needed to demonstrate adding one or anything like that, but are there any incompatibilities with certain fields like phone number or any of those, or does it work pretty well and line up pretty well with your voiceover? That's actually a really good question. And, oh, actually, my phone signed out. That's okay. Um, actually, that's a really good question. And the answer is yes, everything is really compatible with VoiceOver. What you need to do is when you want to send, say, somebody money, like I have set up my wife, okay? And what I had to do before I could send her any money, what I had to do before I sent her any money is I had to set up a profile for her. So I had to put in her name, obviously, her um, account number, and I knew her account number. Even though she's still with Wells Fargo, just like me, I still have her account number. And then they had to verify. It took like a day, like it took 24 to 48 hours, yeah, less than 48 hours, about 24 hours. And they have to, they have to verify Oh, okay. We had to verify that this was a valid account and then got an email back saying, yes, it was. I'll move that over there. And once it was done, and then I was able to send her money. So I do this on a monthly basis with some money that we get in, and I have to transfer it from my account to hers. So I just go in there and go to send money. It's called WF SurePay. And I go in there, and there's a couple options. You get to either send money or you get to receive money. So I go into, oh, okay, that's all right. Oh. You get to go in there and send money or receive money. I go and send money, and then I have to pick who it's going to. I pick my wife. I have her name there, and I double tap on hers. And then you check, and it says select account. I double tap on that. I go in there, and I select the type of account that I want to take the money from. And then I go back in there and swipe, and then it says enter amount, and the text field is very, very clear. It's all laid out very nicely. I put in the amount with the dollars and the cents, um, and then I go in there, and then it says method, and there's two different ways of sending the money. You can either send it now, which is send immediately, or standard, and those are both set up with check marks. Um, the, send, the standard takes about 24 hours. But if you want to, you can also, they have a send now method, which takes it out and transfers it immediately. Again, that's very well laid out, all done with a check mark. I just double tap on the send or none now, and I go in there. And then there's an email address, which should automatically be filled in um, when I set up her profile, because that's basically the email address. It's going to notify her, hey, Jason sent you money. 
um, this amount on this date, and it's available. Then there is a continue button at the end of that, and then I get to review all the information just to make sure it's all right. It's from my checking account going to this person, this amount, send on this date, sending now, and then there's a continue once again. And then if that all goes through, it'll say your transfer was successful. And it will give you a confirmation number and the whole nine yards, and it just does it all automatically. Hopefully that answers your question. Anybody else? Okay. Can we uh, get her a mic? We don't have a mic over here. We don't? Oh. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. And what's your name? Sherry. Sherry. Okay. Which bank do you bank with? Are they with Wells Fargo? San Diego County Credit Union. If I was a teacher in San Diego. Well, most, I mean, I can't. Well, yeah, you would need to have the app first. Okay. You would need to have the app first. Right, well, no, you would have to go into the app store. You would have to verify from your, what's You'd have to verify, that's okay. You'd have to verify from your bank if they offer a mobile app. Most banks and credit unions do, I'd imagine. Yeah. yeah. Right. And what you would have to do is go into the app store and search for it. Get the proper name of the app itself. Go into the app store itself. Search for it. Go down to the search tab. Um, double tap on that and put in the name of the app. And then you'd have to download it, you know, and install it. And, you know. Well, it, that's another thing. Not all apps are have fingerprints set up. That's a fairly new feature to Wells Fargo. You know, before that, I would have to sit there in the fields, which, again, were very low, well laid out from uh, Wells Fargo. I would have to sit there and enter my username and then enter my password. The, the Touch ID or the fingerprint sensor is a new feature that Wells Fargo just implemented. So you might want to call that bank or that credit union. Yeah, and make and find out, hey, do you have an app? And if you do, does it have Touch ID? Because that's, that's actually the term, to Touch ID. And if they say no, then you go, well, then I know I have to sit there and enter my you know, username and password. All right, hope that answers your question. Anybody else? Anybody? Okay. Well, at this time, I think what we're going to do, if um, John Richards is ready, you ready? You ready, sir? Where do you go? Okay, right here? Okay. Are you ready? All right. I'm going to pass the mic over to Mr. John Richards and let him demonstrate a little bit about how we do online banking on an Android device. Okay, Jason demonstrated. um, Can everybody hear me now? Jason demonstrated Wells Fargo. I'm going to do regions. Bank simply because I live in a small town, and uh, and uh, that's the that's a bank that has uh, a pretty accessible online um, app. I mean, it's not an app only; it's, you can go online using Internet Explorer or Firefox and access your accounts. It's pretty accessible, or you can use the Android 
or the Apple app, and they're both pretty accessible. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm logged in. I'm trying to hurry up because I don't want it to time me out here. I don't want to have to log back in, but I'm going to go here and uh, see if I can get this. Can you hear that? Characters. Swipe unlock. Device up. 63 new message. S. Sierra. Well, I didn't want to just say. I made it do characters. Default. All right. Five updates available. Visa personal pay. Bill payments. Okay, I've logged into my Regions app here Personal on here, pay. and we, we're going to go into bill payments here because I will pay a bill here on here. Personal pay, bill payments. I'll tap on that. Make a payment. Tap on that. There are several selections here. Make a payment. Pay bills. View scheduled payments. View recent payments. Okay, so I'm going to just go ahead and tap on. Make a payment. Make a payment. All right. Discover card. All right, here's my payees. This app will not let you set payees up, but if you go and you use uh, Microsoft Internet Explorer or Firefox and you get on the get on your desktop and you log into there, you can create Screen your off. You can I let it time out on me here. 11:44 a.m. Power commission. Power okay. commission. All right, I'm going to pay a bill here, the power commission. I'm going to pay my electric bill here. So um, now it'll bring me to a screen where my accounts are. 50. Platinum relation, platinum relation, 50 plus. Okay. So I went. I, I cut them off like that because I didn't want you to hear any numbers in there. It embarrassed me. <laughs> so anyway, I'm here to. Pay to power commission. Pay from. Amount, payment date, edit box, 0, 0.0. Okay, we're going to pay. May 19th, edit box, 0.0. Come on, keyboard, get up there. May 19th, edit box. Amount, payment, May 19th, 2016. Amount, payment date. May 19th, edit box. Showing keyboard. Well, if I get my finger on the edit box, it might would uh, open the keyboard. Okay, I have it here. We're gonna. I'm gonna type in the amount for you here. Five, four, seven, 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 seven. And I'm gonna go to symbols. Semicolon. Period. 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 One hundred and twenty-three. Okay, I went back to. Um, numbers and it just said it gives a number it just says 123 it don't say numbers that's the only thing I found in here wasn't excessive four, 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 four. okay we have the amount in here now amount pay edit box editing 77.44 and that was my electric Double bill tap last to enter te symbols <laughs> settings done hide keyboard okay May 19th 2016 I think Double I, I think activate. I want to change that to May twentieth. So I'll tap on this. Alert May twenty sixth. The eleventh of May twenty. The eighteenth of May twenty. The nineteenth of May. The twentieth of May. All right. Let's see if it took it. Amount. Pay. 
Edit box 77. May 20th, 2016. Okay. Clear button. Continue button. All right, I'm gonna tap on double that. Tap double tap to activate. Double tap and hold to long press. All right, we'll double tap it here. See if it took it. Amount. Payment date. Edit box. May 20th. Clear. Amount. Payment date. Continue button. All right, there we go. Conf if the payment is sent electronically, the money is withdrawn from the account on the pay date you selected. If the payment is sent by pay Basically, it's just, it's giving you, said if it's what it just said. I don't remember all of it, but um, let's see what happened. Make a payment. Log out button. Payment review. Pay to. Power commission. Pay from. 50 plus positively FR. Amount. $77.44. Date. May 20th, 2016. Cancel button. D confirm button. All right. Let's see what it tells me here. 50 plus posit power commission. Pay from. Fit amount. 77. Date. May 20. Reference hash. 201605141144. Payment successful. How about that? And um, what's... Huh? That's right. That's what I said. That's when it's going to pay it. Yeah. It actually gave me May 19th as a default, and I went ahead and changed it to the 20th. I was doing a little bit of both, swiping and just running my finger down the screen. And uh, it locked up on me again. Let me, I should have set my. 11, 14, swipe slowly to unlo unlock, device unlocked. Okay, it gives me a, a number here. And um, well, the question, let me repeat that. I was asked uh, what I was doing to swipe. I was swiping and moving my finger down the screen. And she wanted to know why was the date different. Well, the date was Screen different off. because I changed the date. Went in there and changed it. So um, uh, the good thing about this also in this app, you can actually uh, go ahead and and make a deposit. I actually took a check that FCB sent me last year and signed it. And, of course, I know a lot of you have done this with your accounts. Took a picture of the front, took a picture of the back of the check, and... Um, Went ahead and deposited it, and the money was deposited in my account. That's the neatest thing, I'll tell you, uh, doing it, taking a picture of that thing like that. And uh, I know people, I know you can do it with the iPhones, and that's the first time I'd done it with the Android. worked out real well. And um, so that's basically how you make a payment on there. The only uh, thing different than the computer, if you do it online, if you're using your browser and you get on your desktop and you do it, you can make, like, if you're paying out of one account several bills, you can do set, set you can do several of your bills as long as they're coming out of that one account, and then you can hit the send money button, and it do, does however many transactions you, you want to do at a time. The only thing with the app here, it, uh, it, you can just do one at a time and then go back and do the other one and go back. If you've got three or four bills to pay, it's a little 
little bit cumbersome, but if you're off somewhere and you're not at the house or if somebody's on the computer and you're sitting over there on the couch and you want to do that, that's, it's, it's pretty handy. And uh, does anybody have any questions for me as far as? Uh, I, got a, I got a comment. Okay, um, here you. Okay, okay, back to the question about dates again. Um, when you run a bill pay program, the bill pay program can do an online transfer like to the company. Like example, uh, Comcast. Most companies actually do a wire transfer to Comcast. So it may pay that bill in two days and tell you that's when your money's coming out. Now again, you can change it and tell it to pay that bill later, like John did, but it may tell you, okay, two days. Now, if if they have to print a paper check, maybe the bill you're paying is not a well-known company. Maybe it's a person you're paying for something, and it's going to Tennessee or Alaska or somewhere like that. Then it will calculate a pay date to let you know when it's going to take your money out and all that type of thing based on when they write the check. Okay, so there's a variety of different dates that can pop up according to what the system is going to have to do. Okay. Anybody have any questions as far as uh, that's pretty straightforward stuff. And uh, I'm sure uh, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, I'm sure all of those have apps to go on your devices. And, of course, I know uh, Bank of America, I believe, is one of the first websites to be accessible for online banking. So, um, you I know, actually have Bank of America on my, on my iPhone. So on your iPhone, you got Bank of America. On, on right. There you go. Okay. There you go. So, I mean, uh, I was surprised that Regions Bank was actually accessible. And uh, it, it was, and um, I do my bill payments on my Android phone sometimes or I got several of them. Do I just sit down at the computer and do them right there, or if yeah, yeah, it's exact, pretty much exact. Yeah, these these pages look very pretty similar in in that you have um, deposit you know deposit accounts and you have uh, the my accounts where you can go ahead and look at your accounts and you can deposit money or you can. Um, Pay e bills, bill pay, all that is pretty similar on all of those. Maybe a little little variation in words, but they're basically the same thing. Basically, do the same thing. It's not hard to fi to figure that. So, exactly. Her her, she said made a comment that it was really simple to do on computer. If um, if you're if you're not interested in doing it on the iPhone, yeah, yeah, here. You know, one thing that a lot of people are concerned about is security and how secure is online banking, either by doing it on a computer, um, you know, or is it doing it with a mobile device? And you know, a lot of, if not all, the banks and credit unions that are online have really gone the extra step to try and make their apps as encrypted as possible. 
and I mean by encrypted is you know, making it hard for other people to find out your personal information when you're dealing with you know sensitive information over the internet. So a lot of people are like, oh no, I don't do that online because you know it's the internet and everybody thinks that we can you know just everybody can see everything. And now that's not really the case. A lot of your you know big banks, your banks, and not even so much banks going into like. Your online retailers like Amazon and all these big online retailers, when you go to make a purchase, you buy something online, the credit card security, you know, and it's all encrypted. So, I mean, I've personally been doing banking and buying stuff online, and I personally never had an issue. So, you know, that's something that, you know, you can kind of relax on. It used to be a real problem, but, you know, these these apps, these companies are really trying to strive and making their their apps as as secured as possible. Well, and Jason, mm-hmm. uh, the other point is, I went to Target one day, and two days later had a hundred ninety nine dollar charge on my card, on my check card um, from California. She went to Target one day and had a two hundred ninety nine dollar charge on her uh, check card from California. So, you know, so. and so it doesn't matter whether you're online or whether you're in a Target. Exactly. You're, right. you're gonna if somebody wants to get into they're your account, they're going they're to gonna get it. They're going to get it one way or the other. Exactly, and and I started doing this online banking probably a good oh right around uh, 2004, 2006, maybe a little earlier. I I know I did it when Regions uh, first put it out, and uh, then they was going to start charging for it, and I said no, I'm not going to pay for that. And then they, then it was free, and so I've been doing it ever since, and then just. Here recently, within the past couple of years, been doing it on my Android phone. But um, it's uh, it's nice to be able to do your 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 uh, business and not have people sitting there writing a check for. I ne- I very seldom write a check anymore for anything. I just have all my payees set up, my electric bill, the, the uh, cable company or the internet service provider, which mine is a couple. Of couple credit cards and um, individuals even and I think I even have one set up for the Florida Council of the Blind so I send my I send my dues in every year and I have one sent up for the alumni of the Florida School for the Blind where when I uh, go ahead and register for them I just send the, the money out through the bank like that and uh, so I mean it's uh, it's it's something that you, if you're not doing it, I think you uh, really should should do. It's, it's a, it'll help you become more independent as far as not having anybody to have to write a check for you. People knowing your business, and uh, like I don't really have any business, but I don't want people to know it anyway. So, yeah. Okay. One one other comment here. I mentioned Tennessee. And the reason I mentioned Tennessee, it's the only problem I've had with Internet banking. I bought some music stuff from a guy up in Tennessee, and I sent him a check. Okay? And we waited two months for the check to go. So I, at that point, I told, contacted my credit union, contacted the bill pay people, and I said, I'm going to send another check. Would you cancel that check? Well, two days or three after I sent a new check, he got the first one. Somehow it got locked in the mail. He he worked work for a university. But in those cases, the Internet banking works like you contacting your bank or credit union and having them 
uh, cancel a check like when you lose one or something like that. So um, a bill pay check, when you have a check written to a person, works the same way. You contact them, say it seems to be lost, and go from there. All right. Well, I was looking at the time, and I think we're getting to the end of our session here. And first of all, I wanted to thank everybody here for being so patient and showing up and supporting our technology summer. Why don't you give yourselves a big round of applause here? And, you know, I really want to take just a moment and thank my committee. And, you know, you know, even though I'm the chair, does not make me in charge. I learned that a long time ago. <laughs> and I just really want to take the time and thank them all. Because without them, we wouldn't be able to put on an excellent program and present it here at our Florida Council of Blind Convention. So why don't you give my committee a big round of applause, guys? All right. Thank you very much. And you all enjoy the rest of your day, and thanks for coming to, to, to technology. <laughs>